Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we are starting a new Masech, the Masech is Nazir. And of course, we're starting on Daf Bez Amr Aleph. Really, the principles that we're going to be learning here are principles that we've already begun to learn in Maseches Nadarim. Uh, certain languages can bring one to a halachic obligation to do or not do something. But here, instead of the general broad discussion of Nadarim, we're drilling down into one type of verbal commitment, and that is the verbal commitment of Nazirus. Now, this first Mishnah that we're about to learn, we've actually already learned because we compared and contrasted this Mishnah with a, uh, a Mishnah that we had in Maseches Nadarim. And so some of this may, uh, may, may bubble up as, uh, as our memories are triggered by the words of the Mishnah. So the Mishnah opens as follows. Kol kinuye nizirus kinizirus. Any kinuyim, any nicknames or equivalent names of nizirus have the same halachic weight as the word nizirus itself. And the Mishnah in, a line, in the next line will give some examples. Then the Mishnah kind of changes gears and doesn't talk about, about kinuyim and says, Haomer ahe, I want to be like that with no other words. Of course, we have to see what we're talking about. Just saying the word, I would like to be like that. We have to see what is he pointing to? Is there something around him? The Mishnah also adds, uh, now going back to what the Kinuyim are. So it's choppy, right? We started with Kinuyim. We went to Yados. Yados is something that we learned about. Just like the Yad is the handle to a pot, but not the pot. So too, there are certain phraseologies that are not Nazirus, but they're close enough to Nazirus. That's the languages of Aha. Or it says, uh, the second line says, oh, I would like to be beautified like that person, like that person, that person's also going to be a Nazir. What are some of the examples of Kinuyim? Instead of saying Nazir, if you say Nazik, Naziach, Paziach, all of these words are close enough. These words are considered Kinuyim, and therefore Harez and Nazir. What if a person says, Hareni Kaze, I'd like to be like this, Hareni Misalsel, and we'll see what all these languages are. Uh, misalsel is a language of playing with one's hair, Hareni Mechalkel, Pera. We're going to go through all of these in the Gemara, not today, but down the road. In all of these cases, Hareza Nazir. And the Mishnah concludes with a machlokas in the Tanoim. If a person says that these birds are hereby upon me, the Mishnah concludes, The question is, is that binding the language of we know is a very strong language of commitment, but when our only reference is of birds, is that considered enough to trigger Naziros? That's a machlokas, Rav Meir and the Chachamim. So the Gemara opens first and foremost with, um, with a question that's really important, which is what is Maseches Nazirus doing here? Remember that we are in the midst of Seder Noshim, right? So we know that in regards to Maseches Nadarim, that we have the Hafara of Nisha, that makes perfect sense. Why are we talking about Nazir now? Granted, Nazirus does follow similar halachic principles as Maseches Nadarim. But so what? There's a lot of overlap in Shas. There's no reason why Nazar should be here. So the Gemara opens and says, Michti, let's see. Tana, Beseder Nashim Koi. Really, up until now, we've been learning Seder Nashim. We learned Yuvamos and we learned Ksubos and we learned the Dharam, all of that so far, so good. Why over here do we talk about Nazir in Maseches and in Seder Nashim? My time, Tani Nazir. So it says the Gemara, the reason why we learn Nazir over here is based on a Pasuk Tana, the author of our Mishnah, meaning the those who were Misader Shas, the Shisha Sidre Mishnah, those who put Maseches Nazir in Seder Nashim, Akra Koi, were following the following Pasuk. The parshios of Sota. In regards to Sota, what was it that caused a woman to go astray, to even put herself in a scenario where she was bestira, she was alone with another man, such that 
her husband had to try and bring her to the Beis HaMikdash for the Mesota. Says the Gemara, what caused that was Yayin. And Yayin, says the Gemara, is the Gorim. And therefore, we know that anyone who sees a woman who is an Isha Sota, in her destruction, so then Yazir Atmo Mina Yayin. If you witness that, then you should uh, you should take a, an Aziris Yayin. So that's why the Gemara says that we're dealing with Nazirus and Seder Nashim, Afal P, that really it's really removed. By the way, some of the Mephorshim ask, great, why don't you put Nazir after Sota? <laughs> because if Sota is the reason why we are taking restrictions on wine, then reverse the Masechda. So different answers are given. You know, one of the famous ones, know how to get out of a problem before you know how to get into it. That's why Gittin is taught before Kiddush and a whole bunch of svaras. Fine. So says the Gemara, great. We answered question number one. Here's question number two. And we're uh, almost halfway down on the page, Beis Manala. It's very odd. When you look at the Mishnah, Pasach Bikinui, and we'll look at the first la- line of the Mishnah, Kol Kinuye Nizirus Kinizirus. And then the Gemara interjects, Umafarish Yados, and interjects with, Aha, I'd like to be like this person, or Ahe. So uh, why are you doing that? Just, just be organized, be Masudar. So the Gemara responds, Oh, my Rava, Kidi. Rava says, or others say that it was a person named Kidi, or Kidi means nameless, right? We've seen this many times in Shas already. We don't really know what Kidi means. The Gemara says, here's Pshat in our Mishnah. Really, Really, our Mishnah is missing some words. And here is the appropriate way to learn our Mishnah. Kol That line, the first line of our Mishnah, stays in place. Then we add in the following. V'yados nezirus kenezirus. Ah, that's what was missing. And then, v'eluhein yados. So we learn topic one. We're introduced to topic one. Then we're introduced to topic two. Then we explain topic two. And then we explain topic one. So one, two, two, one. So it says the Gemara, v'eluhein yados omer ahei hareza nozer. So it says the Gemara, why would you do that? If you're going to introduce topic number one, which is kinuye, and then you're going to introduce topic number two, which is yados, lifrosh kinuye beresha. Why, why are you explaining Yados first? If you introduce Kinuyim first, followed by Yados, then go in order. Just be, uh, we were talking about Breuer, just be Masudar, be a, be a Seder Dekeyed. If you started with one and then two, then explain one and then two. Why did you do introduce one and two and then explain two before one? Why are you explaining Yados before you're going to explain Kinuyim? So it says the Gemara, Because we see throughout Shas, throughout Mishnayis and Shas, that we do this format of one, two, two, one. I'm going to introduce topic number one, which is Kinuyim, and I'm going to introduce topic number two, which is Yados. While we're talking about Yados, let me explain Yados, and then we'll come back to Kinuyim. And the Gemara gives a number of cases of precedence throughout Shas where this is true. Two-thirds of the way down, Kiditznan. The Mishnah writes in, uh, in the Gemara, famous Gemara in Shabbos, oh, So we know this Mishnah. We're supposed to say it on, um, on Friday nights. If you're Ashkenaz, so the Gemara says, "What? Look at the order of the question. Topic one is what do you light with? Topic two is what don't you light with? And then the Gemara, the Mishnah there in Maseches Shabbos explains what you don't light with first. One, two, two, one, same exact format. So we see precedents where we introduce two topics that the most recent of those two topics introduced is explained first. And as, and similarly in Maseches Shabbos, what can we use for Hatmana? What's mutter? What's not? And what does the Gemara do? One, two, two, one. Umefarish ein tomnen beresha. There too, that's our second case of precedence. And here's the third. 
We know, of course, that if a woman is wearing a tachshit, she's wearing jewelry, a man too, then that's not called carrying. So what is a woman allowed to wear? What types of decor, what types of jewelry is considered to be a tachshit? And what types of jewelry are not considered to be a tachshit? So what do we see over there? There too, the case of losetze, the iser, which was mentioned second, is explained first. So we see precedents throughout shas of one, two, two, one. If I introduce two topics to you, one and two, I'm going to explain number two before number one. Good. Good, clean what answer. About the order that if you ask the question first, you answer. That's a Mishnah in uh, Pirkei Avos. Right. That's a good question. I mean, I, I can only give a, a garbage answer, a Balabatish answer. Question. It's not a question, but they, but it's like in the flow of our. No one, the Mishnah is not. A, I mean, I guess it's a rhetorical question. But Mem Alikin and Mem is not. Person one asking person. Oh, 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 oh. That's your answer. Yeah. Oh, very it's good. It's a rhetorical question. Meaning Most it's... I ask you two questions. That's interesting. That's interesting. That's a good answer. Do you hear his answer? The Gemara is not really asking a question. It's just... That's a, that's a good point. I wasn't even thinking like that. I was just thinking that... Yeah, I was just thinking that... No, no, it could be. I was thinking not that way. I was thinking that his question was totally valid, but that what we're saying is that there's value in explaining the second thing first. There's a reason to do that. It's not stop. It's not uh, okay. Um, so this is good. We we have some precedents of of the format of one two two one. Here's the problem. Vatnan seven lines from the bottom. What is an animal allowed to go out with, and what is an animal not allowed to go out with? And in that case, it's not one two two one. It's one two one two. Umefarish yotze gamal beresha. Ah, so we broke the precedents. So now we're really unclear. You wanted to tell me that our Mishnah is one, two, two, one, because that's precedence in Shas. Okay, but that, not everywhere. We see in the case of Vameh, Vameh Behema Yotza, Vameh Eina Yotza, that we, we speak about both, but we then go back to number one and explain that first. We also have another example. Yesh Nochlin Umanchilin. There are those who are able to get a Yerusha and to gift a Yerusha. There are also those who are Nochlin Velo Manchilin, those who receive a Yerusha, who can't gift the Yerusha to others. There are those who are Manchilin Velo Nochlin. There are those who are able to gift, but they're not able to inherit. And Lo Nochlin Velo Manchilin. And of course, the worst of both options is not having rights to them at all. And in this list of four things, which we're not going to dig into right now, uh, says the Gemara, Mefarish Elu Nochlin Umanchilin Beresha. That is the first example in the mission. So this was one, two, three, four, and then it went back to one to explain number one first. Broke the precedence for the second time. Ella says the Gemara, you're absolutely right. Really, la'olam tani hachi v'tani hachi. We have mishnayis that are formatted in one, two, two, one. We also have mishnayis that are formatted in one, two, one, two. Ella hasam in all of the cases that we mentioned where we see one, two, two, one. That's Hasam the Isur Shehu. That's when it's talking about an Isser. We want to make sure that Isser is front and center. And therefore, Mafarish Isur Beresha. The reason why in those three cases, the case of Bamem Adlikin, the case of Bamet Tomnen, the case of Bama Isha all of those three cases had to do with a personal Isser that she would have been subject to, that someone would have been subject to. Therefore, one, two. But because we're talking about Isurim 2, 1, we're there going to, we're going to focus on the Isser first. But Gabe Behema, when it comes to the case of Behema, the Isura, where we're talking about the Isura, Aidi Behema Udasi, the Isser is only through the animal. We have Shvisa's Behema and Shabbos, but it's not me, Mamish, who's doing the Isser, right? It, I'm Chayev. I'm, I'm obligated to make sure they don't do Malacha. But really, the Isser is happening through an animal. They're Mefarish 
Beresha. And lastly, on the top of Daf Beis Medalev, Gabi Yesh Nochlem Mefarish Iker Nachla Beresha. There too, we had a reason to speak about the Iker Nachla, the basic din of Nachla. So therefore, we did one, two, three, four, one in that case. What we have yet to explain, though, is our Mishnah. We understand that there are some times where the Isser comes first, but in our, our Mishnah is not dealing with Isurim. Our Mishnah is saying, here are Kinuyim, here are Yados, and then our Mishnah speaks about Yados before Kinuyim, but why? The rationale that you gave in the Gemara for the case of Bamim Adlikin, for example, that rationale was an Isser Nafsheh. There is no Isser Nafsheh. They're both Nizirim here. So why did our Mishnah do one, two, two, one? To that, the Gemara answers, Elahacha lefrushe kinuye beresha. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Elahacha, but over here says the Gemara asking our question. It should have been lifrosh kinuye beresha. We should have done one, two, one, two, because there's no iser nafshe here that would force my hand to restructure the Mishnah into one, two, followed by two, one. So, therefore, says the Gemara, we should have had our Mishnah be a case of one, two, one, two. You introduce kinuyim followed by yados. Then talk about Kinuyim, followed by Yodos in the explanations as well. Ella says the Gemara, how do we understand our Mishnah? This we also saw in Maseches Nadarim. Elohaina Taima, the reason why our Mishnah is the way that it is, is because Yodos, this is so beautiful. Because, says the Gemara, because the principle that Yodos works in Halacha, that when I say, I want to be like him, I don't say I want to be a Nazir, I say I want to be like him, that person. And the Gemara says that you're considered a Nazir. That idea is learned out from Drashos are Chavivin, Masha'enkin, when it comes to the Kinuyim, that's not a Drasha, that's just an express din in the Gemara. So then the Gemara says, fine, if it's true that Yodos are you going to have um, peanut butter? So okay. then why do you teach Kinuyim first? Sort of. Yodos first. That's what the Gemara asks here. They lift up the hone, the ratio. If you're saying that Kinuyim, that, uh, excuse me, okay. Yodos are so, spe- are so special, they're Chaviv, start with Kinuyim. Start the mission with, uh, with Yodos and you all do? will be fine and good, says the Gemara. We can't okay. talk about Yodos. When the Tana opens our Mishnah, when Rebbe started writing our Mishnah, he wanted to make sure that we knew about the Iker Korban, about the classical way to bring about the obligation of Korbanos. We know that a Nazir brings three Korbanos at the end of their Anolachatos and Islamim, at the end of their Nazirus. We'll see throughout this Mesechah that there are various forms of Nazirus. There's Stan Nazirus Shloshim Yom, there's Nazir Olam, there's Nazir Shimshon, a whole bunch of things that we're going to learn about. But meanwhile, why did Rebbe first and foremost speak about Kinuyim? Because that's the classical way to bring about, uh, that is the classical way to bring about the Korbanos of Nazirus. And therefore, says the Gemara, it had to become first. But when it came to explaining them, we went back to Yodos because Yodos are Chavivim. And that is the end of mini sugya number two. So, so far we've learned why Nazirus is in Seder Nashim, because And we also learned about the order. Why does it first explain Kinuyim followed by Yados? And then we explain Yados followed by Kinuyim. Why did we do that? And the Gemara says we needed to start with Kinuyim because that's the Iker way to bring about the Korbanos. But we explain Yados first because the Yados are Chavivim because they're learned from Adrasha. Our Gemara says a quarter of the way down on Beis Medbeis, HaOmer Ahei Hareza Nazir. If a person says, me too, I'm interested, that person is a Nazir. Says the Gemara, how in the world do you know what he's talking about? Dilma, perhaps, Ahei Betainis Kamar. Maybe he sees a guy on the street who's fasting. He's like, I'd love to be like that guy. All of a sudden, when the words leave your mouth, I want to be like that guy. If there happens to be uh, nobody in front of you, you're a Nazir. Can't be. 
So Amar Shmuel, Shmuel explains, Kigon, what must be the case whereby simply saying ahay that you become a Nazir, Amar Shmuel, Kigon, Shahaya Nazir over Lefana. It must be that there's one guy in front of me. He's a Nazir. I see him. I'd be like, would love to be like that guy. That's enough to bring about Nazirus. Even though you never said the word Nazir, all you said was, hey, I want to be like that. But in context of what's going on, Shmuel says, there's a guy opposite you who's a Nazir. He's wearing a, he's wearing a, you know, a sticker on him. I'm a Nazir. You know, don't give me any wine. You know, sort of sticker. Yeah, the stickers go on the back. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, going down. Yeah, it's a problem. You could be a new Nazir and not have a lot of hair, but still. Also, Stam Nazir, Shloshim Yom, you're not going to have a ponytail. Just saying that you want to be like him is not taking anything upon yourself. It's just saying, like, what you want, that doesn't mean you're going to do it. You're a Nazir. That's what the Mishnah says. That's a yad for Naziris. Yadus Naziris can So if you say, I want to be like him, and there's a Nazir in front of you, you are a full-blown Nazir. 100%. Oh, what if you said, I want to be what I can't? That's different. Okay. <laughs> okay, but that's not the case. The case here is where a person says, oh, hey, I want to be like that guy. And standing in front of you is a guy that everybody knows is a Nazir. So you're dead in the water. You can undo it. You can you can be show up. You can undo it, but fundamentally, you're a nazir. So if you drink Gatorade, you wouldn't handle like a Roman. I'm not sure I follow the. Oh, you like Mike? Okay, that's true. Is, is the, our nazir's name Mike for this masechta? <laughs> we need something a little more Yiddish. A little another Ruven case. Ruven always gets the brunt of things. Why don't we call him Nazir like your like your colleague? We'll call, we'll call him Nazir, like your colleague. It's a perfect idea. Nazir the Nazir. So then the Gemara says, this is Shmuel's answer, that when our Mishnah says, I hate that I want to be like him, the reason why that Yad is Kinezirus is because there's context. It's not out of the blue. It's not that the word Ahe automatically means Nazirus. There's no gematrias. There's no special magic potions. It's Pasha. There's a guy in front of you who's a Nazir. When you say Ahe, you're saying, I want to be like him. You become a Nazir. End of the conversation. So you what the Mishnah says is a hey. In fact, uh, if you look in our in our Mishnah at the open of the Perak, um, on the fourth line of the Mishnah, it says Hareini Kazeh. It does have that language, Rabbi Yaman. But that's not this case. In that case, we'll discuss in the future. But in our case, we're only saying a hey. Because there is an ambiguity here in this case when you say a hey. And we answer the ambiguity by saying that there's somebody in the room who's a Nazir. And if this is, we're about to speak something, something similar about this. A third of the way down, the Gemara says, Lema, perhaps Shita Shmuel is a little more complicated than we thought. Lema, maybe we should say that Kosavar Shmuel Yodayim She'enan Mochichos Yodayim. Maybe according to Shmuel, when we say the principle of Yodos Nezirus Kenezirus, that this slightly removed language functions to make you into a Nazir, it's not true when there's ambiguity. It has to be a slam dunk. So says the Gemara, not necessarily. Amre, what could be the case? Bizman shen nazir over lefanov. When the when the um, the nazir is standing in front of you and you say ahey leka lesvuke b'mil sachrina, there is no confusion at all. That's for sure. Aval vaday ein ha nazir over lefanov. But had it been that the nazir was not in front of you. Amrina, and then perhaps we would say, Dilma, Ahe, the Tainus Kamar. Then maybe when he says Ahe, that really he is talking about a Tainus. So that's how the Gemara explains this. Ask the Gemara, the Dilma, maybe when the person says Ahe and there is a Nazir opposite him, maybe the Dilma Lapotro mean Korbanos of Kamar. Ah, that's very clever. 
the ahe is going on the nazir, but maybe not so that you become a nazir, but you're willing to sponsor up the three korbanos that he's supposed to bring. How do you know what's in my heart? How do you know what my intentions are? Maybe when I said I want to be like him, it was like what you were saying. I want to be like him in theory. I would love to have long hair, like uh, people who have long hair. I don't know who has long hair. Fabio. So, but maybe I don't want to be a nazir. So, like, how do we know exactly how far his intentions go? Maybe I wanted to just pay for his korbanos. Says the Gemara to Ka'amar Belibo. He reveals afterwards what was really in his heart. When I said, oh, hey, he's saying, I wanted to actually become a Nazir. Says the Gemara, that's ridiculous. If he said the word, oh, hey, and then revealed what was in his heart, that Belibo, he really wanted to be a Nazir, Pashut, ABCs, that you should be a Nazir under those circumstances. Says the Gemara, you might have thought that when it comes to bringing upon oneself the status of Nazirus, we need his mouth and his heart to be saying the same exact thing. Kamash malan that we don't. Achidish. That we're able to still have a scenario where even Belibo, if your mouth is not explicitly clear, you just said ahe, your heart is clear. That is enough, even though they're not both explicit. You don't have to say hareini nazir. You can say ahe. And as long as Belibo, you still have this desire to become a nazir, then you're a nazir. And that brings us to the two dots. And let's continue a little bit more. We're going to wrap up to Gimel Amadalaf and go about seven or eight lines down till the two dots there. Let's continue. Our Mishnah had given an example that if a man says, nazir, if he says, I would like to be beautiful like that person, so then he's a nazir. Says the Gemara, maybe when a person says, I want to be beautiful, Dilma, maybe he's not talking about the guy in front of him. Maybe he's talking about his relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. I want to beautify my mitzvot that I do to a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Kitatanya. The Brisa writes, six lines from the bottom, I'll beautify the mitzvot that I perform before him. I'll make a beautiful sukkah. I'll make a beautiful sefer Torah. And I'll wrap it in beautiful silk. It's going to be beautiful. So how do we know that when he says, that he's talking about Nazirus? The word could also be talking about the mitzvah of Maybe I was talking about something else. Says the Gemara, Amar Shmuel, He's holding on to his hair. He's like pining to be like that guy who's got the beautiful, long, luscious hair. He's like, I would love to be like that guy. I'd love to beautify myself like that guy. So that's what the Gemara says. Na'eh is only valid as Naziris if you're touching your hair at the time that that happens, because that shows what you're really thinking. Last line of the Gemara says, wait one second. And this is, of course, a very important principle in, in this Masechta. Wait one second. Nazira milsa de avera de amri Hang on one second. Hang on. Hold on. You bring a chatas after Nazirus. Such a tzaddik. You're saying that that's na'eh. You're holding onto your hair and saying, hey, no, I want to be beautiful like that guy. Nazirus is begeder avera. Mechatesi that we could call it na'eh. That's a very strange thing. It's either mutter or it's not. It's functional. We know that Nazirus works, but it at least should be begeder avera. So the Gemara on the top of Gimel Amaralef, reminding us of what we've learned in a previous Masechta, answers as follows. In. Yes, that is in fact the case. The Afilu, the Rebbe Lazar Hakafar, even according to Rebbe Lazar Hakafar, the Amar, Nazir Chote, Rebbe Lazar Hakafar says that Nazirus is a chet. When is this true? Hani Mili, Gabi Nazir Tame. That's only true by a Nazir who became Tame Mace. That person is a chote. 
but a Nazir Tahor is not. Why is a Nazir Tameh considered a Chotzein? If he, in fact, becomes Tameh, he's so serious, his count of days. Let's say he had a Stam Nazirus of 30 days. On day 25, he becomes a Nazir. He has to become, I'm sorry, day 25, he becomes Tameh. And then he has to restart his whole count. He ruined his first days. He's got to start over. So now day 25 plus another 30, you're talking 55 days. And Hasamu, in that case, we say that he's considered a Tameh. Dilma Asi Lemevar al Because it's now a prolonged version of your Stam Nazir, it's no longer Shloshim Yom. It's Hamishim Muchamish Yom. So therefore, that's considered an Avera. Aval Nazir Tahor, Lav Chote Karibe. And therefore, in our case, when a person says, it's not inappropriate to refer to that Nazirus as, as Noah. That's not an Avera. There's a Chote, there, there's a Chatas. We'll discuss that uh, down the road. But our Gemara is saying that when a person is a Nazir, Tahor, that is not considered to be an Avera. And therefore, when we refer to it as a Hei that is considered a valid Yad, and one would then be obligated in Nazirus. We'll stop right here, pick up tomorrow with a blot and a half, wishing you all a beautiful night. No, it's my reference.